Welcome to The Land Scene. I'm Lucy Solis, and this is a program dedicated to the people of our city. I wanted to create a place for us to have authentic conversations about the inspired stories, opportunities, and resources available right here in our town. As someone who has spent a portion of my life in poverty, I was able to change my trajectory through the help and the resources available right here in our community. I am proof that when we unify, our city and its people can rise together. Welcome to the very first episode of something we call The Lansing. My name's Dedalia. No, I am not Lucy Solis, but with me in the studio is Lucy. Welcome to your show, Lucy. Well, thank you, Dedalian. <laughs> to give a little bit of background on this, uh, we decided to approach it this way because we wanted to take this very first episode and just, well, give you a chance to get to know Lucy a little bit and, of course, also to talk a little bit about why she is interested in doing the show. I was very, very excited that I connected with Lucy when we here at LCC began the whole LCC Connect concept. We wanted to make sure that the community was a part of what we are doing. And you are officially our first community member uh, to become a part of LCC Connect. So con congratulations and welcome aboard. Thank you. I'm super, super excited. And like I said, very excited to have you on board and to do this. So as the introduction kind of summarized what we were looking to do with this show, let's start off by getting the story behind how you became involved with it. Uh, you know, I kind of brushed on the fact that uh, we connected, but you give the story, the details, the explanation, if you will. Sure. So um, I was invited uh, to be on Dr. Bailey's show, which is the arts artist and advocate. And it was basically to talk about community advocacy, which I love. That's just me doing community advocacy is mm -hmm. my purpose. And uh, after we were done, you and I had a conversation. Right. Uh, we were talking about, I was like, I love this. And you were like, do you want to be a part of this or right, something? Right. I can't remember exactly how. I, I'll, dive, I'll dive into Please. that now if you feel like sure. it. Because here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I, after doing... What I have been doing for so long, like I said, we're, we're involved in the community and very often I get suggestions, ideas, things that we should do. And I often have looked at the people and said, that is a great idea. Would you be willing to front that project? And usually I am met with, oh yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I don't have time. But you surprised me by completely going, yes, I would be on board for that. And you were. And that was awesome. I don't know. I was just stunned because this is something I've always wanted to do. Um, I didn't think it would be possible at that time. And it's just like everything happened at the right time in the right place. Yes. You know, it's something I feel like. Putting it out there in the universe. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that was the one thing that both of us were very, uh, I, I guess, enamored by. I don't know what to call it. As surprised by it was, it was like. It was obviously meant that you were meant to be here in the studio at that mm -hmm. time. Absolutely. And like I typically have not been the producer always on Dr. Bailey's show. And like that day, Lane was not available to help out and I had to fill in and you just happened to be the guest. So it was very much the pieces of the puzzle coming together it, and it was just awesome. It was completely awesome. And I was worried too. I was like, is it really going to happen? And it <laughs> did. And here we are. And I'm super, super excited. And that's usually what it takes. 
somebody that's excited about it. And that is usually what I tell people. I say, I am always open to any talking to anybody, creating anything podcast related that we can do on LCC Connects. And I'm saying this also as an invitation to other community members, as I'm talking to you, that this is a platform that we are trying to create for our community mm -hmm. as well as the college. And that's why I was so excited to have you on board because it was like, yes, this is what I want. I want to include the community in what we're doing. I always kind of joke about it, you know, because it's Lansing Community College. I always joke about the fact that it's where community and college come together. Exactly. It's, it's genius, isn't it? <laughs> I put my genius cap on for that one. <laughs> it's interesting because your show in some ways revolves around what you do in your professional life to some, some degree. So let's talk a little bit about what you actually do here in the uh, capital city. Sure. So I am, my actual title is the Community Relations and Faith-Based Initiative Manager for the City of Lansing, the Office of Mayor Andy Shore. And that is a lot to, to, to uh, digest there. So break that down a little bit, Absolutely. would you? Absolutely. So I am kind of like with one role, the liaison out to the community. I attend neighborhood meetings, constituent meetings. I meet with community members. Um, I attend things with the mayor and by myself on behalf of him and bring things back to City Hall. I also oversee the faith-based initiative program, kind of the same thing with our faith-based communities. Mm -hmm. So the liaison between them and the mayor's office as well. Okay. With that role and being from Lansing my whole life, it was so eye-opening because you think you know a lot living mm -hmm. in this town your whole life. But it was very eye-opening to see and to hear the stories of people that were basically in my shoes. Okay. That makes sense. Well, it will in a moment. Okay. You know, we're going to expound on that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. uh, but first, what are the challenges of being in that role? I would say, I don't want to say there's challenges at all. I think it's 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 an opportunity. Okay. It is, it's one of the best roles I've ever had because I can help people. And especially people that were like me, the vulnerable and disenfranchised populations. The opportunity is that I actually have more access to resources that I did not know existed here in the city. So I don't, I haven't, I haven't, wouldn't say there's really challenges. I mean, it's heartbreaking at times. You know what I mean? It's very, Certainly. very heartbreaking. Um, so seeing people down, that's definitely a challenge and seeing people struggling and, and homelessness and things like that. But to be able to help, it's so rewarding and it, it's just a remarkable experience. All right, we're going to get back on track in just a moment. But okay. see, you just said something that made me think of something else. Okay. On my show, The mm -hmm. Shining Stars, mm -hmm. um, I very often will ask the question, and, and I realize you, you probably do see a number of situations that are heartbreaking. And that can be a struggle to keep your mental health positive, your, your energy level up. Mm -hmm. I like to ask from time to time people that, you know, the, the organizations, the people that deal with those hard subject matters, what do you do to stay positive? What's your approach? You're aware that you're feeling a little bit down. So what do you do? I am a, a faith-based person, so I mm -hmm. do pray a lot. Okay. Um, I meditate, I journal, and I try to look at the situation, what positive can come from it. Okay. And I don't want that to sound like a cliche, but that's truly like I have felt really, really in the gutter, really, mm -hmm. really down. And I've learned that that doesn't help, you know, um, but I just, I just try to look at the positive and what good can come from this versus the bad. 
it's it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I worked in an ER for you know a long time, Certainly. and I've seen a lot there, so it, it's very very challenging at times. I am a huge fan of the meditation. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely, uh, I love to put on a good tune to to pick me up too. And and I know you're a bit of a music fan yourself. A little yes, bit, yes. yeah. I guess I guess I should have said I like to dance. You like by to myself dance. though. There it is. I, you, I, a lot of fun when you when you're out there in public and yeah. dancing with other people, but but you know when I, you're at home and you turn the music on and yeah 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 know. I get you uh -huh. and and we've been kind of just touching on it a little bit, but part of the reason you wanted to do this show was to help organizations, different groups in the area, mm -hmm. the resources that are available to people. You're aware of them because mm -hmm. of your role and what you do, correct? But not everybody else is correct. Part of the reason that like I said, you wanted to do this was the situation you were in before your professional life, your personal life, everything kind of went in a different trajectory, as we say in the intro. Mm -hmm. So explain to me a little bit about why that experience brought you here. Sure. What was your experience? So I was raised in a single parent household mm -hmm. by a, a dad, which normally, you know, back in the 80s. You know, it was a little bit different. A little yeah. bit different. So I was raised by a dad, me and my sister. Um, and we were, you know, very, very poor and, you know, lived through poverty the majority of my childhood. My dad ended up going back to school here at LCC, well, got his life, you know, back on track. And things were going better for us. And, uh, and then I became a teenager and thought I knew it all and burned some bridges um, and made some really poor choices. And I ended up out of my house and pregnant and sleeping in my car as a teenager. And um, that was really, really hard. I was sleeping in the car wash right there on Rosemary and Saginaw in my car, just crying. And, you know, I had my, I remember just my head on the steering wheel. And then I looked up and there was a payphone there. So United Way had helped us when we were kids. I remember we went to a shoe drive and I got ET shoes and my sister got Daisy Duck. And man, you, I would put my foot out in class because I was like not poor for the first time. You know, I could stick my foot out to show I got, kids. I, I got, got the ET shoes. I got the ET <laughs> shoes. So um, um, I called United Way and the lady I spoke with was just such a gem. Dolores, I'll never forget her name. And she just, she didn't give me any money. She didn't give me anything. She gave me hope and she didn't make me feel like a number. When you're down that low, you feel like you're going to be judged. You're going to be just, you're never going to get your life. Oh my gosh, I'm a pregnant teenager. What am I going to do? Mm -hmm. And so anyways, she gave me resources. I got, you know, in healthcare, worked my way up, you know, went to school, still had my challenges, um, ended up being a single mom, which I did not plan on being, you know, I've been through evictions. I've had my heat shut off. I've had to go to the food bank, lived in subsidized housing. Like I've done it all. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but I pulled myself up because the resources here in our community, so to be sitting in the office that I sit in, it just doesn't seem real to me that I can actually talk to the mayor. And I am grateful for him giving me this opportunity and um, the city as well, because I never, I never thought in a million years I would be sitting there. And, and, and it's not like the mayor is better than anybody, but he, he has a lot you know, of resources available and he knows the decision makers and he can help. And so I am thankful to be in that position to give back to my community. That is nice. That is nice. Um, I, I, I'm struggling right now to remember the exact words you used, but there was something you said in there where it was almost like you, you had made an erroneous error in judgment. And burn, I know that's not burn, what you said. Burn bridges. Burn bridges. Yes. Uh, I was very good at that. <laughs> and, well, here's the deal though. Mm -hmm. I think about when I've done that myself 
in my life. And it doesn't mean it was a good decision by any means. But I also think about how that has sculpted who I am and what I do today. The hardships, the things that I've gone through, which, you know, we all have our own experience. Mm -hmm. And everybody experiences heartbreak. Everybody experiences sadness. Mm -hmm. But without those, we aren't who we are. Yes. And the thing I know about you so far in the short time I've got to know you is that you are a very genuine and beautiful person who cares about other people. Thank you. And you, (laughs) I'm not sure if it's a good thing or not, but occasionally I think, you know, I think Lucy, she might be stretching herself a little thin, a little bit, because you do a lot of volunteering. You are involved with a lot of different organizations. Mm Mm-hmm. Tell people a little bit about what you do beyond your professional life. I mean, and, and even in your professional life, you're still doing that. But you do things beyond that. Like this show, for instance. Yeah. Let's get into some of the different organizations you're involved with, the things you do outside of your professional life. Sure. Yeah. So um, United Way was a big one for me um, mm-hmm. because they helped me out. And we volunteer in all different capacities throughout the city. I uh, sit on the board with United Way and I love that we help all, I mean, Lansing's my hometown, but we do all three counties. Um, so I do a lot with them. The Greater Lansing Food Bank, phenomenal. I had to go to a food pantry before. That is one of my favorite things is serving food. I do that with the city of Lansing all the time, do pantries. Uh, we deliver to senior citizens. It's it's just so rewarding. I, you know, any opportunity, I just worked a drive, a toy drive with the first responders because I was in the ER. I do a lot to help support our first responders, our local first responders. Mm-hmm. So I do a lot with them. Um, you know, we, we read to kids in the classrooms, helping the school district get some resources to help the kids after school that were like me that had nowhere to go or okay. anything to do. So anything that's available to volunteer and help, whether it's just packing up boxes to deliver, helping, we, I got help to get bus passes for kids that don't have transportation, just anything to help people, mm-hmm. you know. It's awesome that you do all that. Uh, I am going to tell you every once in a while, though, you need to take a break, girl. I know. You no. need to take a break from I, time I, to time. I, I know we're talking Even about the eat. beach. <laughs> yes, yes. Head to the beach. I need the beach. Drink your, your mushroom coffee. <laughs> I will. <laughs> and you still need to bring me in some. Yes, I'm going to so, bring you so some So Lucy comes coffee. in with uh, mushroom coffee. Uh, most every time you're here, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she tells me it's awesome. I've never had it. Oh, what did you say? Lion's Breath? Lion's Mane. Lion's Mane. Lion's <laughs> Mane. <laughs> but it gives you Lion's Breath. It gives you Lion's Breath. That's exactly. any coffee, though. Yeah. It's not just mushroom coffee. <laughs> Love it. Oh, this is awesome. Uh, okay. So we created a show. Mm-hmm. Officially going to be starting... Uh, in 2023, you know, we're recording this at the end of 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you hoping to accomplish with this show? What, what What's your, your vision? My vision um, is to have people like me have the opportunity to share their stories. Mm-hmm. Some people don't want to be on a show. That's fine. But to have a place to go to get resources, to reach out to, see the opportunities out there, see the resources out there, or share their story on how Lansing has helped them. One thing that Dedalian didn't share is when um, we were talking about the show, I teared up 
because mm-hmm. I didn't, I, I never thought it would happen. And, and I, and I struggled. That wasn't up to me to share. That well, wasn't up to you to share. <laughs> I, I just didn't think it would ever happen. And I, and I struggled with the imposter syndrome. And um, I know so many people, like, I never thought that I was good enough ever. Like, most people didn't look like me growing up in that the healthcare environment I was in. Most people didn't have my background. I just never felt like I fit in. I still don't at times. And so I just want those people that are just as good as anyone else, but sometimes they're not seen because Mm -hmm. they don't have the right, they don't live in the right neighborhoods or they Mm -hmm. don't, you know, have the right jobs or supposedly that's, you know, whatever society deems. I want to give them the opportunity to share their stories, reach out, hear the opportunities and the resources here in Lansing. Mm. I can't speak for everybody else, Mm -hmm. but I can tell you that that imposter syndrome that you feel, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's probably prevalent in most people. I can tell you that I feel like that from time to time. And I I don't know how to get around that. Uh, I know that I just continue to plow forward. But I would imagine that has to be fairly common. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, I only heard about it a few years ago. Um, mm-hmm. When I was at the hospital, um, this director gave me this book and said, this is you. You know, and I never heard of it before. And I think as you learn more about it and you experience it and, and understand it and recognize it, you see it more and more in people. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, you know how you recognize something once you learn it and kind of that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I do think a lot of people struggle. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know if it's a generation thing. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I what I knew, know is my point in bringing that up is, mm-hmm. is it, it, it is one of those things where we very often talk about how we're all different and we all are, mm-hmm. but there are certain things. And it's kind of like I was saying earlier, uh, sadness, heartbreak, um, love, everything. These are all human experiences too. And that's the point is we are all human. We are all one, mm-hmm. you know, and anything that creates that imposter syndrome or that sadness, we all burden that in some way. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the point, isn't it? I think we've been conditioned to, yeah, you know, to some degree. Yeah. And, and we've been told, especially, you know, depending on what generation you are, you've been told most of your life, suck it up, buttercup. I believe exactly. this is what most <laughs> of the time I hear. Mm-hmm. And I don't think until probably the last 10 years that I finally acknowledged that when I do hurt or when times are sad, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to suck it up. You know, I, that's an okay feeling. Mm -hmm. And it isn't like my parents ever told me that or, or said that to me. I I was actually raised by um, a single mom. It wasn't like she told me that, but it is one of those things that you, uh, maybe it has to do with our society. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. It just, we feel like that sometimes. So, Yeah, we're going to digress from time to time, aren't <laughs> That's we? right. And that's okay. <laughs> uh, but getting back to that human experience, that's kind of where mm-hmm. I was going with this. You kind of brushed on it a little bit there. Mm-hmm. What type of guests, organizations are you thinking of having on the show? So I would love to have people in our community that were helped and hear their story, mm-hmm. just like me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, organizations that help people share their resources, let people know what's going on, opportunities, events. That's like the community voice. That's mm-hmm. my goal. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody specific you can cite? Like we've already recorded some. Mm-hmm. Mike McKessick. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, he is part of the Mikey 23 Foundation. He has a tragic story, um, but is trying to make the best of the story. Um, and a lot of people know that his son was murdered at mm-hmm. 23, and that's why it's called the Mikey 23 Foundation. And um, I appreciate him coming on to the show. Sharing the story, sharing yes. The story. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and when he was talking about it, there was a point where I was tearing up a little yeah. bit. Um, Tough. And, and it is that one thing that you and I have, have talked about off mic, but we can talk about it on mic right now, uh, is... You don't want to see those tragedies come about, but it is it is wonderful to see something beautiful come out of tragedy. Mm-hmm. And and by any means, you know, I, I it's like it feels awkward to say that, but at the same time, I appreciate Mike for for creating something like that out of what happened. Mm-hmm. But that goes back to what we were saying earlier, how our experiences transform us and what we do and how we help other people and where we go. And it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. It is a good thing. And you're right. Everything is supposed to happen. I agree. Mm -hmm. It's hard to understand at times, but once you get past it. (laughs) Ergo, I had to fill in that day. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We met. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's finally get to that last point of, of where we're going with this. We, you and I went back and forth for the longest time trying to figure out what do we call this show? Mm -hmm. And... As an audio medium, this is a bit difficult to explain, but we are calling it your show. So we'll we'll say you're calling it The Land Scene. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's a little bit of a play on words. We're talking about Lansing and scene being spelled S-C-E-N-E. So a little clever. I don't know. Maybe not. I think it's clever. I think it's fun. I think mm-hmm. it's clever. Mm-hmm. Why did we uh, finally land on that? Or why, why did you finally say, okay, this is good. I like it. Because it's telling people what's on scene, what's going on here in Lansing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love like the both of them, like here's what's happening. You yeah. know, it's just, I just wanted it to me, it makes perfect sense. I hope it does to everyone else. But this is what's going on on scene. This is what's happening right now on scene. Here's the resources on scene. Here's someone's story on scene. After we had already come up with a name, uh, you had uh, Justin and mm-hmm. Justin, Justin uh, Sheehan mm-hmm. from the Lansing Promise. Mm-hmm. And he kind of threw us for a loop there. He did. He did. So mm-hmm. thanks, Justin. Yeah. If you're listening, <laughs> thanks. We appreciate that. <laughs> Because we started to kick around the idea, or you did, mm-hmm. uh, kick around the idea of using what he suggested. And he suggested what? Land seen, but like being seen. I saw you, or yeah. Yeah. I, I seen it. I seen it. Here's like what's going on. Here's what we saw. So S-E-E-N. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was appealing as well. It, it fits as well. It does. We were just talking about earlier about, you know, you being in the studio and how you got a little bit of a tear in your eye. And that was part of your your response to him was, I actually felt seen. I did. So it actually did fit. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you know, I think both work. But uh, we decided to go with land scene, Mm -hmm. as in on the scene. (laughs) Right. uh, Just because it was already ambiguous, you know, and when you're using an audio medium, it can be difficult to convey that. But I think you're doing a great job so far. I have enjoyed sitting in on the recordings that we have done so far. I'm glad. I'm happy to hear that. (laughs) I am looking forward to seeing what comes next. And I am very, very excited to have you on board, uh, part of the LCC Connect crew. So thank you for stepping up and uh, grabbing the microphone. Oh, thank you so much for believing in me. I am very, very grateful. 
Just do me a favor. Don't, don't drop the microphone. Okay. <laughs> Use them. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I like to end on a high note. So, yes, uh, Lucy Solis. Yes. Uh, she is uh, the new host of the show, The Lansing. This was the very first episode and uh, an introduction to her and a little bit behind the story, if you will. I uh, hope you will uh, tune again as uh, we continue on here on LCC Connect. You can always check out the show as we go along at lccconnect.org. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me a little bit today. Uh, and of course, next time, it's all you. I'm not going to be here other than to uh, be sitting in on the conversation. I'm super excited. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to The Land Scene. Music for The Land Scene provided by Joystack. For more information, go to joystack.org. To listen to this episode and others on demand, visit lccconnect.org. If you have a story to share or would like to be a guest on the show, let me know. I'm Lucy, and thanks once again, Capital City. It means so much to me to have the support of our community. Remember, when unified, our city and its people can rise together.